the Practical Family Podcast. I am your host, Jen Bryant. And I'm your co-host, Jordan Marzon. And we're here with the next episode in the Strong Enough series here on the Practical Family Podcast. This episode series is specifically for you, mamas, because we're here to tell you that you are already enough. Yes, you are strong enough to handle the craziness that life throws at you. And Practical Family is here specifically to strengthen moms for real life struggles. This is a podcast to help you discover your gifts and embrace grace. You know, moms, there are so many things that convince us that we're not enough and that trying harder is the only solution. And unmet expectations frustrate us. Comparison steals our joy. Hoping others will change isn't realistic. More usually isn't better. And so we're saying, enough already. Mama, you are already enough. Let us help you explore some super practical ways to tap into your strengths and give the best of yourself to your family. Well, Jordan, here we are in uh, the middle of COVID-19 season. Yes, we are. Talking about uh, the things that do not allow us to see our own potential. Yes. And one of those things is being stuck in your house 24-7 with your family. When you can't do nothing about it. Nothing at all. But today we're talking about when we can't see our own potential and why we can't see our own potential. Why is that, Jen? Just give it to me straight. Because we have to homeschool our kids. That's why. All of us. (laughs) All of us. (laughs) I don't even have kids and I'm homeschooling kids now. I didn't even know I could be a failed homeschool mother, but I already am. I have a first grade sister and a fifth grade sister. You're giving me a run for my money. (laughs) This is why you are extra qualified right now at this point in time for this podcast and this ministry, because exactly (laughs) where you need to be to speak to the moms exactly where they are right now. (laughs) Guys, I feel it. I feel it so hard, but that's okay because... You know, I think we're we're learning a lot. It's a really interesting time to get to be together with our families right now. And I think we just need to take that extra step. And we want to help you today take that extra step to get your eyes back on the good stuff, right? And part of that is knowing what you're good at and helping you guys to kind of wipe your eyes clean to see your own potential. You have a pretty funny story, right, Jen, about seeing potential and stuff? Yeah. So like we can't see our own potential, our own usefulness, our own, like how we affect people positively in our world. It reminds me of how my husband is constantly fishing things out of the trash that I have thrown away. What kind of things does he pull out of the trash? Like reusable containers. And I'm like, it had there, it can't even be recycled. It's like, it's like the recycle number five or six. And so he pulls it out and he uses it as a jar for something like his tools or random collecting of things. And he's not like a hoarder or anything. He just, he sees the potential that I didn't see in that moment. Like I was just trying to get it out of my life. Right. And the thing that made me, makes me so mad about that sometimes, it's not a legitimate thing to be mad about, but it kind of rubs me the wrong way because I had already made a decision. Like I had already closed out you know, I, I, I brought closure to myself when I threw that thing away. Another thing that he does is um, papers that have a blank side on the other end, he will recycle that and use it to print on again, which, yeah, you know, is not a bad thing, but I don't, it bugs me so much because I'm like, I threw that information away that was printed on that side. But he's like, it can be used on this side. So, And he's really good at saving money too. So it's a lot of it has to do with that. Like he knows that every 
penny saved <laughs> means something. <laughs> so good at that. But he's like the savior of the trash around here. So when I can't see my own personal potential or the way that maybe I do things that other people don't do them, that is helpful. Like I need other people to point that out in me. I need somebody to pick me up off the ground and say, look, Jen, this is what's good about what you do. You're messed up on one side, but if we flip you over and print again, it'll be great. <laughs> it's going to be good. Just turn over, turn around. I need a reprint. That's all I need. Uh, so there are things that keep us from seeing our own potential, right? When we think that what we have to offer is frankly rubbish, <laughs> Not everyone will necessarily think that. And we all need that good pick-me-up. We all need that, that truth in our lives to remind us that, look, you are not useless or you're not washed up or <laughs> whatever women think about themselves. You are not a, you know, not as good as you once were. Really, we are all growing in, in wisdom and understanding the older that we get. You know, our bodies are breaking down a little bit more, but, you know, we can take what life has thrown at us and use it for really, really amazing things. But we aren't always able to see that because we're kind of too close to our own situations sometimes. Yes, ma'am. So we have four things today that keep us from seeing our own potential. And one of the very first biggest stumbling blocks that people come across is focusing too much on other people. <laughs> which is a lot like comparison. So if you go back and listen to our comparison episode, you'll uh, learn about what that means when, when you're actually caught in comparison and what is happening during that time. But when we, we can't see our own potential when we are focusing too much on others or focusing too much on what they think. Mm -hmm. Now, you've talked about being uh, afraid about people thinking specific things about you. Like what does that, what does that look like for you, Jordan? So yeah, Jen, I'm really afraid of people thinking things about me and I don't know why I'm afraid of thoughts, but for some reason I'm terrified that people are going to think I'm being a show off. That when I'm really living through my strength and I'm doing things really well, that people are going to think I'm not being humble and that I'm showing off. I'm also worried that they're going to question my motivation for stuff. Like, does she want to show off or is she just trying to get attention or is she trying to make me look bad? I'm afraid people are going to read too much into my motivations and I'm afraid that they're going to say things against me, which is literally never, ever happened in my entire life. So I don't know why that's a fear, but <laughs> talk about irrational, right? Then are you afraid of people thinking anything of you? Yeah, basically all of those things. I, those things go through my head all the time. Um, and I had to ask myself, why in the world am I using their standard as a, as a judge for my life? Because really, like people who do things well, mm -hmm. like successful people, are the first ones to come alongside you and encourage you because they knew how hard it was to get to that place. Yeah. But truly successful people are going to be excited for you. Yeah. The people who will not be excited for you are the ones who haven't tried or they have tried and they failed and they became bitter instead of getting back up again. Basically hurt people, hurt people. And I've experienced this so much in, in my own life, you know, with, with, with the negative thoughts and everything like that. Too. Mm -hmm. But also like, I have to remind myself every time I go through a season of self-doubt and anything that I do, mm -hmm. who do I care about the most? Whose opinion do I care about the most? Yeah. And who's directing my steps anyway? And, and the Lord 
knows. He, like he knows you. He knows you. And, and we're here to remind you that you're already enough, that you already can do lots of things. Um, sometimes for me, it's, it's uh, just the need to start applying the things that I've learned instead of being afraid of, well, I, I know I've learned how to do these things, but if I don't, but you know, but if I try, but if I actually put it out there, then that's going to leave me open to all this judgment that I'm afraid of. And, and we cannot be afraid of trying. But what keeps us from trying, what keeps us from realizing that true potential of our strengths are those thoughts and they are those fears and they're just not true. <laughs> it's just, it's just, we can't embrace them as truth because they're just fears. They are. And I think the, sometimes it's the flip side of this too, that it's jealousy that I want what they have. Um, and so I'm more focused on wanting than on the fear of not having. Does that make sense? It's a fear of not having versus a want, a fear, a want. I don't know. But they're both those yucky guttural things that keep me and keep my eyes on other people's papers and keep me from doing what I'm already good at. Right. Exactly. No, it makes total sense because we can either fall into this fear or fall into this jealousy. Like, why does she get to move that far ahead? And I haven't. Well, because you haven't actually taken the leap and tried the hard thing. You know, we're just held back by, by the what ifs and the potential judgments that probably aren't even there without even doing the thing. Yeah. So it takes a lot of strength, but also just a lot of, you know, desire and decision to take risks that feel scary. Yeah. This is going to be a huge path to growth, which we'll talk about in the next episode about growth and how we need to do hard things to get there. But for now, um, the thing that keeps us from seeing our own potential is focusing on others. And then number two, focusing on our flaws, focusing on what's wrong instead of right. You know, yeah. like we can be our own worst critics. Um, I know it's true for both you and I, we've talked about this a lot that we are, we're so much harder on ourselves than on other, other people. And I don't know if it's just like a learned defense mechanism. Sometimes it is for me, but what I have found that helps me with this is to focus on my strengths and, Taking a test like the Strengths Finders is so, so encouraging, so healing. We'll have um, a link to that in the show notes for sure. And then taking spiritual gifts tests too. Um, it kind of really just shows you where you tend to fall when, when you want to serve in your church or as part of ministry. For me, those strengths have always centered around the idea of teaching. Like I like to take big concepts and make them easier to understand, you know? Yeah. And so that's what I try to do. And that's when I started podcasting like this, this is kind of the place where I get to do that. Yeah. And if we don't start, then we don't finish. We don't get to see the, the great effect that it has on other people. So we had a testimony from a young mom who was speaking to this exact same thing about getting scared and focusing on her own flaws and not being able to see her own strength. And this is what she said. She said, it's hard to not focus on everything you're doing wrong. She feels like she can't catch up with anything from meals to cleaning to kids to even making time for her husband. But she says, I'm best able to see my own potential when I can help someone solve a problem, when I'm able to use my knowledge or my nursing degree, and when I'm able to get stuff done and see progress. When I'm, my friends tell me that I'm effective in certain areas, that's when she's able to see her own potential is when she's able to pour into other people and people are pouring back into her. Preach it, sister. Uh, and this is such a hard time. This mother has, um, has a little boy who just turned a year old and um, 
that new phase of life as hard as it is, but especially when you're just getting used to this new way of living, just as we all are, like we're all getting used to a new way of living right now as we're yeah. you know, having to stay in our homes and maybe other times like this will happen in our lives. Maybe hopefully not on a global level, but in a way that we're put in new situations and we have to learn to see the good that's coming out of our effort. Not that we are doers just to be doers or just to be pleasing, but we have got to learn where to get that feedback in our lives. And sometimes we have to ask for it. Sometimes we have to ask our husband to tell us, hey, tell me, tell me like one good thing I did today. <laughs> please, please. Because I feel like I'm just spinning my wheels. I'm feeling like it's just feeding baby and cleaning diapers and and all of this one after the other, and the kids need this, and there's a spill over here, and mm-hmm. you know, so and so screaming at so and so. You know, it's just like you don't ever feel like you've arrived. So, what markers do we need to use to be able to see that? And it's definitely not focusing on what we haven't done. It's actually focusing on what we have done. Okay, I fed my kids. I, I vacuumed this. So, remind yourself of all the things that you did do today, and you'll be on the right track, Mama. We're going to break for a quick commercial announcement. Hey, mamas, just wanted to remind you that we've created a special Facebook group just for the topics we're covering in these episodes. We would love to see you over there. Bring your questions and comments about each episode when it airs once a month. Be the first to join in the discussion and get the chance to have your questions asked in the episode. We want to hear from you. Talk to each other. Answer and ask questions. Encourage and pray for one another. Use this as a community to strengthen others and get the personal encouragement you need to get through your week. Click the link in our show notes to join the Strong Enough Facebook group today. Now back to episode 89 in the Strong Enough series, Why We Can't See Our Own Potential. Yeah, and so it's not even just the things that you you did today physically. Sometimes it's like who you were today. Like I wanted to slam that door in that kid's face, but I didn't. I had so much patience right then. You know what I mean? So it's not even just all dishes. Sometimes it's good to look at your own character building too and say, that was good. Exactly. So that's number two, focusing on flaws. So the next thing that causes us not to be able to see our own potential is when we take those flaws and frame them incorrectly. So basically, like, if we focus too much on those things, and then we put that in a frame that actually tells us a story about our character that is not necessarily true, we can go to some pretty dark places. Do you want to explain that a little bit, Jordan? Yeah, because this hits home with me a little too hard. Um, So what I hear when I say this, when I say I frame my flaws incorrectly, I kind of mean that we're calling the wrong things flaws in our head. And for me, one of them is sometimes I feel too young, which doesn't make any sense because I did not get to choose my age at all. But I had this weird childhood fear about becoming an adult to then get to know other adults who have known me my whole life and like suddenly becoming this baby adult when I used to just be a teenager and how would they handle that and worrying about them. And so I'm basically putting myself down because I'm afraid that me getting older is going to freak other people out. And so I'm letting that be a flaw in my head that I'm too young. And sometimes I feel too old. You know, I'm not old enough for that. I'm not too old for that. I'm not old enough for that. And then sometimes I feel like I'm not smart enough for things or I'm too smart for things. And my body image, oh, heavens, that's never right. You know, and sometimes our energy level feels all wrong. Sometimes our sensitivity level feels too wrong. Sometimes we feel like we're just taking everything a little too personally. But 
those things aren't flaws. I guess it's what I'm arguing for is remember, don't throw your own baby out with the bathwater. You know, you are who you are. Your absolute identity and who you were born, when you were born, how you were born and who you've become. You're not too old. You're not too young. You are just you, just right where you are. Amen. So the fourth thing that we want to talk about today that doesn't allow us to see our own potential is when we don't have truth tellers in our lives. And what I mean by that is that you need friends and maybe it's a small group of friends who are the most objective and the closest to you that have walked with you through things and are able to tell you the truth about yourself. You know, they don't know you as intimately as you know yourself. They don't know you as much as God does. And you don't take their word as gospel necessarily, but you need people in your life who you can honestly ask, hey, I've been going through this. I'm thinking this about myself. Tell me if you see that that consistently lines up with what you've seen. And um, I I have, thank God, I certain points in my life, I felt like I didn't have people that were close enough to me Mm -hmm. or around um, or really I hadn't cultivated it yet but being able to ask people just for their honest opinion and letting them know that you really value their opinion and therefore want to know what they think yeah exactly that's and that's a big leap to take but guys it's a valuable one to have those people in your life because as much as we can remind ourselves to focus on our good stuff sometimes having multiple sources from the outside tell you clean, clear, cold cut. Here is what you're good at. Here's what you need to work on can be insanely eye-opening and heartwarming to realize that people appreciate your strengths. Go and humbly ask them for feedback on something that you're struggling with, or if you need to know what you're good at and where your strengths are. Yes, absolutely. And the, and these are the best people to ask for honest feedback, especially when you're afraid to jump into a new project or a new season. And you're wondering, you're, you're all kinds of self-doubting yourself, right? All kinds of things are coming against you to tell you you can't do this. You need those people to tell you, you can do this. Or maybe hey, let's, let's work on this a little bit. Or maybe you can, you know, I don't know, take a Toastmasters class before you get up there and start talking to people. <laughs> you know, and, and some, but somebody who can be honest enough with you to, to be like, this is where you can tone it down. This is where you can kick it up. Because either way, they're going to be able to see that and help you balance that better than you could because, because we're too close to ourselves sometimes, you know, and we need that from the outside. But also like, when you hear the truth, whether it's like kind of on the let's work on this side or on the you're so awesome side, here's how you can think about reacting when you hear that truth. We're going to want to react in self-preservation, maybe anger, maybe our brains go into that fight or flight thing, especially if it's something that we're not too sure about. But remember, you ask them for the truth. So listen and take it in and try to see it from a perspective you haven't seen it from before. You may feel sad because you may have to grieve the loss of someone who you thought you were. I've had to do this a couple different times with counselors and close friends who are like, you know what, Jen, sometimes you do this. And I think it's because you're seeing yourself this way. And I'm like, oh no, I'm so sorry. Then I have to apologize. Then I get sad because I don't want to make people feel that way because I didn't know what I was doing. But thank God someone was willing to point that out to me. You'll go through doubt maybe, but eventually you'll come to this level of acceptance. Like it's kind of like the stages of grief, you know, you have to 
realize the truth about what's happening and then finally accept it and make changes for for the better. And it just, it all leads to good healing place. So I want to challenge you that even if what you heard was good feedback, that you might be tempted to slip into number three, straight into doubt. You might not be sad about it, but you could slip into doubt. And I want to challenge you that if people that you trust are telling you something good about you, to not continue to stick your fingers in your ears and go, la, 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 I can't hear you. I'm having a hard time accepting that. You're still going to go through these changes in your identity in embracing this strength. So be aware that that could feel odd too, that you might have to grieve a part of you that you didn't like that you need to grow away from, but you might also need to grow into a strength and learn to accept that too. So if you're hearing from multiple sources that something is a strength from you, please, I encourage you to listen to them and open your heart to that possibility. Absolutely. Amen. Because ultimately, and here's the good news, mamas, the healing that comes from that is really just the reinforcement of God's promises and reminders in your own life. I mean, I've recently taken up journaling again, because I remember the points in my life when people were sharing truth with me, um, and they continue to, but, but it's just when I was really like taking that to the Lord and to scripture, I was journaling what I was feeling, but then I would open my Bible and God would show me something and, and exactly what he would show me would be right alongside with the truth or the, the confusion that I was writing out, then like, God, I don't know. I don't know what to do because I'm feeling this, I'm feeling this, I'm feeling this. Like I have all these feelings, right? But working it out in writing really helped me to do that. And, you know, not that journaling needs to become your thing, but however you need to work out those feelings and have God piece them apart for you and make them palatable so you can see the truth of what he's actually doing in you, what, how he's growing you from what you're learning and who you're listening to. All right, ladies. So now it's time to turn up the heat because you've got it. You've stopped focusing on your flaws. You've stopped misrepresenting yourself in your own mind. And you've asked some friends what you need to be doing, what you need to not be doing. And now we're going to turn up the heat. We want to challenge you that you don't know what you can do until you have to squeeze yourself to do it. You don't know what you're capable of until you take that first step. And so what we want you to do is either take a step into the project that you know you need to start (laughs) that uses your strength or just start building up an emotional and mental bank of knowing that you have potential and that you've seen your potential because when we bookmark these things in our minds and in our hearts, we start believing it more and more and more. This is exactly why we can't just tell our family members we love them once a year on Christmas and that's enough for the year. Okay. Now, same thing. You need to look yourself in the mirror, okay, with true humility, but also with eyes wide open that God made you to do things for his kingdom and know and start believing and tell yourself consistently and believe consistently and ask and remember consistently that you have potential and that you can see that potential and that that momentum from that is going to keep growing and you're going to grow a history of successes and small wins that turn into medium wins that turn into large wins because you started today. Sometimes we tend to focus too much on earth on earthly things the Bible talks about and we need to set our eyes on eternity you know the work the things that we practice, our priorities will change when eternity is our goal. When we're no longer worried about 
the temporary things, including the things that people think, because people's minds and opinions change every day, our global, (laughs) you know, structures and economies and events change every day. And our priorities have changed a lot, especially with this, you know, pandemic and everything, you know, people are starting to look more within themselves and more at their family than they ever would have because stuff from the outside is affecting it. So what are we going to set our eyes on today? Philippians 4, 8, I love this verse. It talks about, you know, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, praiseworthy. Think about these things. I mean, if we think about those things more than we think about ourselves or how much we didn't accomplish all we wanted to accomplish in our home today, then that's God giving us an eternal perspective. You know, focus on what's right. Focus on what positive things you are doing right now. And ask the Lord for help. Ask him. Psalm says, search me and know me. Show me my way. Show me my good ways. Show me my wicked ways. And lead me in your everlasting way. Because I don't know how to do that on my own. I need the Lord for that. And he is the one who gives us purpose and identity and strength to get through every day. And the key is to start to start making those positive changes, to start, you know, asking people, you know, what is what is what do you see in me that is most important? And then starting to prioritize that based on, you know, what is most important for you and your family. I have to reprioritize my time all the time. And I feel like I do it and then I get lost because I I, I love to do a lot of things, right? So sometimes it's like cutting back on doing a lot of good things for just doing a few really quality things. And my husband and I have been talking about that lately and just kind of working toward that, that better quality family life, especially now that all of our time is squeezed into just each other, you know, how much time we spend with each other and then how much time we can spend working on ourselves and just growing and being better. But uh, trying again is a good thing. Failure is a good thing in this context. You know, we can't see our own potential if we're afraid to try, but maybe we're afraid to try because we're afraid of failing. And then in the next Strong Enough episode, you need to listen in because we're going to be going over how deep struggle leads to great growth. And failure is a huge part of that and why that doesn't need to be a bad word in our mind. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Jen and Jordan with the Practical Family Podcast in our special Strong Enough series. You've been listening to this episode on why we can't see our own potential. But join us again and keep following us here on Practical Family where we are helping to strengthen moms for real life struggles. Because this is a podcast to help you discover your gifts and embrace grace. 